If you're happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But you want some out-of-the-box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your sexual horizons, develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non-monogamy, then you've come to the right place. I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And this is the Multi-Amory Podcast. On this episode of the Multi-Amory Podcast, we have got 99 problems, but 2016 ain't one. <laughs> Welcome to our 99th episode and our last episode of 2016 Building Bridges. More like fixed. More like burning like bridges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's up there. Fixed. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the end of 2016, and a lot has happened. There's been a lot of people out there talking about fuck 2016, a lot of anger and upsetness about 2016. There, there were challenging things. So challenging things. A lot of people David dying died. in 2016, yes. Alan Rickman. Many, yes. Many sad deaths. And, yes. and this is kind of all we're Prince. hearing about right now. Is this negative stuff and the election, yeah. like, right, all this negative stuff about 2016. <sighs> but what we would like to do is to encourage all of you and ourselves, and we're going to practice what we preach and try to do this for you, is that yeah. I would bet in most of your lives, there were also good things that happened in 2016. There were also good things that happened in the poly community in 2016. Mm -hmm. And there were good things that happened for multi-amory in 2016. So we want to talk about those things and focus on what good happened in 2016 and then in our next episode which will be our 100th episode wow yeah in <laughs> wow. our first episode of 2017 that's crazy how yeah. that, how it's almost like we planned that timing it's except we totally did not we did not <laughs> yeah no that didn't work <laughs> 20 better teen 20 we haven't named yeah we haven't named 2017. But we're not there yet, guys. We're not there yet. We need to stay in the present right. and okay, talk yes. about 2016, okay. building bridges more like burning bridges, <laughs> a.k.a. 2016. Okay, so before we tackle 2016, just a couple of announcements first. Um, we have, in 2017, the Multi-Amory West Coast Tour oh, taking yes. place in February. Um, so that's going to be February 7th through the 15th. Ish. Ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I might go a little bit later than that for LA and San Diego, yeah. actually. Yeah. So we're going to be coming to various cities along the West Coast. We're coming to San Diego, to Los Angeles, to San Francisco, to Berkeley, to Portland, to Seattle. Um, mm -hmm. So if oh, you guys yeah. want to know more information about that, um, check out our events page, multiamory.com slash events to stay up to date with that. Another great way to stay up to date for when tickets do go on sale is to sign up for our newsletter. Um, mm -hmm. So if you just go to our website on our homepage, you can sign up for our newsletter and then you can get, you know, all the information about the tour as it gets released. Um, and I guess something else that's exciting for this episode is our Christmas present to you. No ads. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll give you a little break. I know it's in the middle of the holiday season and You're every, bombarded with yes, everything. Everything yes. is advertising yes. more so than it even usually is. Yeah. So we'll give you a little break from <laughs> advertisements. Uh, yeah, totally. Well, shall we get into... Let's talk about 2016. So let's review the year for multi-amory. Yeah. So, okay. So as far as our numbers go, it's crazy when you look at our analytics and just like look at the past year, how much our listener base has grown. Right. It's how much your guys' support and sharing this... 
um, and you know, writing reviews, like spreading the word, how much that's like hugely influenced the amount of people downloading our show and getting this information. It's yeah. it's really like it's been it's been a really inspiring <laughs> so year for inspiring. me. Yeah, like yeah. throughout I mean, the year, every time we've checked on that on that stuff, it's just like wow, like people actually care about this. Yeah, no, yeah. it's <laughs> growing at a rapid pace. Yeah, which is fantastic. just to give you a sense of that, you know, in January 2016, at the beginning of this year. um we had like three thousand downloads per month or so Mm -hmm. um and now in november we're still obviously tallying up the numbers for december but in november we had fourteen thousand downloads per month um from three thousand to fourteen thousand yeah you know so it's just been and obviously we're still a small podcast Mm -hmm. but just our listener base is so awesome and the people that we've connected to in our audience have been right. so good um, yeah. and it's just really motivated us to keep growing this podcast over the yeah. past year what were some other things that happened for Multiamory in 2016 well right at the beginning of 2016 is when we made the beginner's guide yeah um, which is a page on our site where we try to compile episodes of ours and blog posts and things like that that are specifically helpful to people just starting out in polyamory. All the poly noobs out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't worry, Which, we were that once as well. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we still are. Oh yeah, like all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was a fun thing that we created this mm-hmm. year because there were a lot of people who come and were like, shit, you have 99 episodes. Where do I start, right? I'm new to this. Um, So to try to help give a guide of like, oh, if you want stuff about jealousy, look at these ones. If you want things about, you know, scheduling or communication, go here or safe sex, go check this out. Um, So that's cool. Uh, We also uh, switched over to the Swing Set Network, which is Mm -hmm. Cooper S. Beckett's network. Yeah. Um, Yeah, thank you again to Dan and Don of the The Erotic Awakening Awakening Network. Yes, you guys were awesome. Um, But then we switched over to Cooper's network, Mm -hmm. and we're very happy with that family there. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, We also recently got the blog up and running, for those of you that haven't noticed. mm -hmm. Um, After I came back from the deep, black hole that is writing a book um, <laughs> I was finally able to crawled out yeah I was like crawled out and yes. escaped and then uh-huh. finally had energy to write other things um, mm-hmm. we're super happy about that we have our guest contributor Walker who's been writing blogs for us mm-hmm. he's yeah. just an amazing amazing writer and we're totally. so happy to be providing a platform yeah. for his words and thoughts um, he's also a great friend and yeah, also a great he's guy lovely. a great guy all around yeah so if you guys it's haven't checked it out, you know, go to multiamory.com slash blog. You can mm-hmm. read what's going on there. Um, what else did we, we do in Patreon. Yeah. Patreon, yeah. Patreon, We Patreon. launched our Patreon in this year. Thank you all so much who contribute to that. Uh, we're really excited for that to yeah. keep growing mm-hmm. and to be able to bring you more amazing things and to tour to, other parts of the country yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or and the I world say, <laughs> kind of the the side effect of having the patreon is that we connected to the, we got to really actually connect to our listeners in mm-hmm. a really personal way i remember i mean i was trying to think i was like how did we connect with people last time it's like just like an occasional email and <laughs> yeah. like on twitter you know twitter shout outs um but now you know with the patreon since it allowed us to create our private facebook only discussion group mm-hmm. our, and our you know, video monthly discussion video discussion group, group. exactly. Yeah. That it's really enabled us to actually meet the people that listen to us and yeah, actually have a dialogue amazing. with them and yeah. actually get their feedback on episodes and actually, mm-hmm. you know, incorporate the things that they think would be good for our, our podcast and actually yeah. make that happen. Um, yeah. So I think that's and, been my favorite part. And also the fact that because that Patreon community 
is you know a, a slightly smaller community and like people that we know really care about the content and want to support the show like those are we've also met some of those people in person yeah, now, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. online that when we're in other cities we might meet up with them or if they're going to be in la um that's been really amazing too yeah like just to feel like you know there's you guys are our friends <laughs> right. as well exactly. like we yeah. truly know you guys so and that's cool. really lovely because yeah. you're an awesome group of people uh-huh. <laughs> yes you are <laughs> yeah. Um, so other stuff like we talked about the tour. Yeah. We've been planning yeah. that, which is which is terrifying and overwhelming, but also oh, yeah, really yeah. exciting. Um, to a city near you, mm-hmm. and also that we um, just—I mean, this kind of falls into 2017, but the invites for it fell into 2016. <laughs> um, but is uh, next month uh, we're going to be leading a discussion group mm-hmm. that's one of the bigger discussion groups in LA that happens every month. Um, we're really excited about that. Um, and then also um, invited to be keynote speakers at a poly retreat in yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we want to start doing more of that as well, mm-hmm. possibly in your part of the world as well. Yeah, so. if, you, if you are listening to this and you're in the L.A. area or the greater L.A. area, mm-hmm. t- check out our events page. Um, there'll be more details on our events page of you know how yeah. you can kind of get invited to that particular group if you do want to take part in the discussion group or in going on this uh, weekend retreat that we're yeah. going to be yeah. uh, helping to facilitate. Totally. Um, yeah, both of which are almost sold out, but yes. go check it out anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, awesome. Cool. So what what next? Do we want to expand yeah. out to talk about the whole Yeah, it was a big year community? for polyamory just in 2016 in the media, um, more yeah. exposure in the media. Yeah, well, so it's interesting because just now when I was, you know, looking over um, L&M's awesome site, you know, Poly in the Media, mm-hmm. and looking at the kind of stories that are getting media coverage um, about polyamory and still like a lot of it is still a lot of the same of like what polyamory look at this crazy thing look at uh-huh. this crazy thing you know um, <laughs> how do people do this like uh-huh. there's a lot of that which That's is still question. good it's still good you know it's still good exposure mm-hmm. but that I think this is the first year where I am starting to see trickle in some stories that kind of take it to the next level mm-hmm. um, you know like mm-hmm. stories about how uh, you know about issues of race and diversity in the mm-hmm. poly community. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, like kind of taking it to the next level beyond just intro coverage to polyamory, but into mm-hmm. like you know more complex topics, more philosophical topics. I've, um, I've seen a number of articles just in this last year about poly parenting. Yes, that too. Um, and that too. But that but that were not just like look at this scandalous weird thing. Some that were actually just like this. This you know group thinks that raising kids this way offers them more benefits, mm, and then yeah. kind of cover that. And it's Go still a little bit you know. Of course, people are going <laughs> to read it to be like, like, "What is this crazy shit? Yeah, this yeah. is horrible." <laughs> but but just that there's been more coverage of it and more awareness has actually been a huge step. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, we also uh, more exposure in the media. Also, characters on shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's been a lot more this year. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my um, there's, I mean, there's the show You Me Her mm-hmm. that came out um, on the show what Shameless. Is, yeah, yeah. That, well, so You Me Her is about a, a triad yeah. kind of, yeah. and it's you know again with all these poly representations in the media is not necessarily ideal. I mean, yeah. I guess you have to create conflict. But you gotta, exactly. Well, so. But I think it's also, but also you have to portray something that is as close mm-hmm. looking to monogamy as possible. Or else it's not going to Well, it's be. kind of like you have to create these characters yeah. that are like this hetero mm-hmm. couple so that people mm-hmm. can relate to it. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be relatable otherwise. Yeah. Right. And, and it's also, you know, being a little bit of a caricature. 
And I, yes. the parallel I kind of draw is if you think about like early gay characters on mm. TV. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. That, totally. Um, I would say it's only very recently that we've started having gay characters who are gay, who but like Will and Grace, who, who aren't gay? a stereotype, yeah. right? Yeah, who yeah. are just kind of like, oh, whatever, that character's gay. It's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And and Polly's not there yet, right? Because yeah. yeah. it's it's much newer. So you know that that they might play them up to be a little more like spacey out there or you know kind of some Hippie, of those whatever yeah, yeah some kind of stereotype about that yeah um so yeah there is a little bit of that but the fact that it's out there at all it's a whole show yes. it's a whole yeah, show about right it direction. right mm-hmm. uh, on the show shameless mm-hmm. um uh, a thruple kind of formed <laughs> formed in that so that I, have, I have a question though yeah i mean because i feel like the gay community first coined thruple What's right? the difference between triad and Yeah, thruple? that's what I was going to ask. Like, is well, there actually a difference between triad and thruple? Or as far as I understand, there's people? not. There's they're not? just they're just terms like whoever thinks one's cuter than the other. <laughs> well, because there's like a V, which is different than a triad. Yeah. Or, well, different well, than Well, Jace a... would argue that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends. It depends mm-hmm. on, yeah, what you would right. call it. Yeah. So, what your definition of it is. Right. But anyway, like that that happened on Shameless, which is mm-hmm. a, a you know much bigger show. show than You yeah. Me Her, which is on a cable network. Um there's also other things like House of Cards yeah, was yeah. the was a big lot of thing everyone was talking cards. about this year. Um Yeah, it was a president doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'll be the day. And Robin Wright, who I want to be in my poly yeah, triad. Robin Wright for definitely sure. can, uh, can join any, any polycule of any, Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh my Holy God. crap, <laughs> yes. Um and uh on the show The Magicians, mm-hmm. which I can be nerdy about. Um, love that show. I'm excited yeah. for season two to come out yeah. soon. Um, but on The Magicians, um, one of the students' um, parents turn out to like, like the the kid is all like worried about their parents having this affair or something, oh. um, and are like, wait, mom, like you, like dad, you're hanging out with this guy, but I thought that like led to your like this was bad thing, like mm-hmm. mom had been cheating with him or whatever. Uh. And they're like, no, no, we're all cool and it's like more of a swingers uh-huh. thing but um but still just that that's yeah. kind of more part of this like you know and it was something where like the daughter had a really hard time accepting it and was upset about it but the you know but it was still this it was presented it was something they had to yeah. deal with and then her friends were sort of like that's kind of cool actually like yeah. your, your parents are cool and she's yeah, like no totally. i can't handle it <laughs> right but there's at least those other those other voices out there and yeah. i feel like also just um uh, well, I mean, shows like Community mm-hmm. um, has made lots of references to polyamory. Oh, have it? It's also more in like a making a joke like a out of it. Kind of I mean, yeah. that show kind of makes a joke out of everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just the fact that it's becoming this word that more and more people know. I found like yes. just in this last yeah, year, it feels to me like way more people are aware of this yeah, word and the fact yeah. that it can show up in, in media. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, on um, uh, what's that other show? The musical one. Um, oh, uh, my crazy ex-girlfriend. Right on crazy ex-girlfriend. Um, there's a poly triad that they're talking to at one oh. point. Oh, um, and it's it's interesting. So they like have a conversation with this poly triad, and she's like, "Oh, so it's like this and this and this." And they're like, "No, actually, it's not. It's like this." And they do actually a pretty uh. good job of like reasonably explaining it. Uh-huh. Um, and then she goes off on the, her whole fantasy of like what it would look like, and it's totally a terrible yeah, version yeah. of it, but which is kind of her whole character's thing. Do you, do you think um, that there's going to be this continuing trend of people associating polyamory just with group 
relationships or just with multi-person relationships rather than you know like know. multiple like dyads single, like single yeah i do feel like that is more the trend yeah is that- so okay so that's my thing is if polyamory enters the public psyche and it mm-hmm. only gets associated with like people who are in triads or quads or something like mm-hmm. that can then we inject multi-amory to me to into the public psyche <laughs> as well see. to distinguish that multi-amory is like an intimate network not, not necessarily just specifically a big group relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. huh. That's Goals cool. for 2017. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Where um, will the media take us next year? Uh-huh. Right. I know. Well, also out. in other in other news, uh, like with, just with bisexual becoming. Oh yeah. Um, that crazy ex girlfriend also has a bisexual male character. Oh, right. that's awesome. Um, and that's also a big deal because yeah. a lot of shows will have bisexual characters like Frank Underwood in House of Cards, mm-hmm. but they never use the word bisexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that Crazy Ex-Girlfriend sang a whole song called mm-hmm. Getting By uh, <laughs> about, you know, him kind of coming out of this. And it's still, it's comedy, so it's silly yeah, and funny, yeah. but it's a big deal that that's yeah. becoming more of a common thing. Nice. That's really cool. Um, and that we were just learning that, like, the best-selling stuff in young adult fiction right now is trans. It's, like, yeah. one of the, like, big niches yeah. that are coming up is yeah. trans Yeah, we were just stories. talking with my literary agent. Yeah. talking about that. Yeah. But, also, yeah. non-gender... Uh, Conformative people mm-hmm. like came to the forefront a yeah, little bit more this year. Trans right. Yeah, definitely trans rights really yeah. the public focus. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know everything going down with all the bathroom bills yeah. in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but just that we're all becoming more aware of that. Absolutely, yeah. 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 People like see that it has a place and yeah. it matters. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Definitely, definitely. Um, um, what okay, else has happened? Cupid. Uh huh. Uh, they created what a couple linking feature. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of a controversial thing because OkCupid. I mean, OkCupid has historically has been the place that I think has been the most accepting of poly people and people mm-hmm. of, you know, people who are not in the gender binary, um, mm-hmm. you know, people right. of varying sexualities and sexual identities. Um, yeah. And so initially it was like this excitement of like, oh my God, OkCupid now officially supports polyamory. Right. You can link your profile to other partners. The problem is that you can only link your profile to one other partner. Right. You know? So it's more of like an open relationship yeah. kind of thing than a polyamory thing. Yeah. yeah. So it was this kind of mix. Like our reaction was a little more negative where we were yeah. like, I kind of liked it. They kind of missed the point a like, little bit. The year before they added the feature of... I like of specifying that's that right, you're you monogamous you're non-monogamous. or non-monogamous, yeah. and I'm like, that's a cool feature. Yeah. But then this thing was sort of this weird, like, almost a, like, to me, it was almost a step backwards. And I know we're um, trying to be positive yeah, about yeah. 2016, <laughs> but but the positive side of it is that there was a lot of press about it, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was like, hey, this this dating site that's one of the most popular ones mm-hmm. in the U.S. at least um, is now like officially supporting recognizing, yeah. recognizing people in a relationship may date separately right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That's good. so that's yeah. been really cool yeah we also got some celebrities who mm-hmm. were actually open about their non-monogamous relationships yeah. like Shirley MacLaine for uh-huh. instance is she um, with Warren Beatty Wait, I don't think I, she would be anymore I'm bad on my celebrity I, gossip oh God, yeah you yeah. would know better than we would um Shirley uh, MacLaine, no, actually, she, she apparently talked to Oprah a couple of years back about her open marriage, but mm-hmm. it kind of got some more press this time around. Um, yeah, she went on a radio interview and said, like, that was her suggestion for a long-lasting marriage, was, was don't be non- monogamous. Yeah, wow. And keep in mind, the thing with Shirley MacLaine is that she has been doing this open marriage thing since, like, the 60s, and the, right. like, 50s, 60s. It. Like, she's mm-hmm. been in non-monogamous relationships Way before it was ever remotely acceptable yeah, to yeah, be yeah. before the term polyamory existed. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Before even the term open marriage actually Steve. existed. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. open ma- marriage didn't enter the lexicon until like the sixties, seventies, when oh, okay. um, 
the O'Neills, these researchers, published a book called Open Marriage. I see. Wow. Fun, fun fact. Sorry, this is getting off into a trivia tangent. Can I go on a trivia tangent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so they published this book based on their research called Open Marriage. Mm-hmm. However, like their definition of an open marriage was just one where like you support each other and there's good communication and you're uh-huh. you're comfortable stepping outside of gender roles. Um, huh. Okay. So for sure. them, it was all right. about like breaking away from these traditional expectations mm-hmm. of marriage. They had one section in the book where they talked about how it also means you know, developing your support network and being comfortable getting close to people outside of your marriage. Like mm, they didn't, and they didn't necessarily mean it. They didn't necessarily mean right. it. Like go have sex with other people, but people like really picked up on that part and ran with it. Interesting. And then, and then the term, term open marriage became associated. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. No, she's married to Steve Parker, who Steve. is a. Mm-hmm. It looks like a producer, okay. um, but they they've been married and divorced according to imdb and now they're in an open marriage well they were divorced in 1982 oh i see so they've gotten back together now yeah i I guess so fascinating yeah um yeah shirley mclean so again like she's been doing it a long time but got some press this year and then also monique who we've talked about before um that monique not only got a lot of press earlier this year in talking once again about her long-standing open marriage to sydney hicks Mm -hmm. um but or open relationship with sydney hicks and that uh she started married i think it's an open are they married okay i wasn't sure i think so um they started their podcast this year which is called monique and sydney's open relationship (laughs) i love that they don't really talk a lot about non-monogamy they talk about it a little bit they talk about all kinds of things right the the premise of their show is it's just them kind of talking kind of shoot about, the shit about whatever. And yeah. she says, "Come on, a lot." Whenever he's on a roll, which right. I want to adopt. Right. Um, <laughs> so in their in their very first episode, which I actually do recommend checking out, um, their very first episode is specifically about their open marriage, mm-hmm. kind of the history of that. Like, yeah. you know, they they dispel a lot of those myths, like where the the press would say things like, "Oh, you know." Uh, Monique is like allowing herself to be taken advantage of, like giving her husband a free pass to cheat, right? Stuff like that. And (laughs) Monique on the show being like, you know, people say that because you know he's gorgeous and and I'm a bigger woman. Like she's like, but I'm the celebrity. Like I was the one on tour. Like having any guys I wanted. Yeah, exactly. She's like, this was my idea from the beginning. Exactly. (laughs) um, So that was a really cool episode to check out. Yeah. Um, And then other than that, they also talk about a lot of other issues. Um, You know, specifically race comes up a lot. Of course. In terms of. you know Hollywood and the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. um, and also it's just awesome. kind of the world in general. Yeah. Um, definitely worth checking out if you haven't already. Sweet, yeah. yeah. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus twenty four seven customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For a long time now, we've been fans of adamandeve.com for getting sex toys or lingerie or accessories, things like that. It's just a fantastic resource with a huge selection. And now, not only do we have a fantastic offer, but we also have a promo code that will work on adammail.com and evestoys.com, which are their site specifically for LGBTQ audiences. And our code is fantastic. It's 
off of almost any item in the store and free discreet shipping when you use our code MULTI. Yes, we love adamandeve.com and have for years. They are our oldest and longest sponsor, and they just keep on giving great gifts to us and to our listeners. You can bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom by going to adamandeve.com, adammail.com, or evestoys.com and select any one item. It can be, you know, an adventurous new toy or anything you desire, something fun, something sexy, whatever sounds good. So just enter offer code MULTI at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item plus free shipping. That's MULTI, M-U-L-T-I at adamandeve.com, adammail.com or evestoys.com. This is an exclusive offer that is specific to this podcast and it's better than any offer that is currently available on their site. So again, use code MULTI to get you not just the 50% discount, but also the 100% free shipping. Code M-U-L-T-I. So, yeah. Now, the news. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yes. What? Sorry, sorry. Uh, you're, you're scared. <laughs> I, and yeah. Now sorry that. Sorry the jet lag is still here, you guys. It's oh, still exciting. If it's you, still it, in my brain. for those of you who are actually watching this episode, Dedeker Winston is in the living room. I'm in the with house. Us. I'm literally She's in here. the house. She is it's so amazing. Truly in the house. Yes, um, we this got to is, actually have a like an in-person cuddle session. Yeah, it was great. Not, was awesome. not just a Fantastic. Skype cuddle session yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, through the ether. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I've been super excited to have Dedeker back oh, yeah. in town. Me too. It's been, it's been it amazing. Good. It um, good. And we just went yesterday to go watch Emily sing Christmas carols. Yes, at Disneyland. yes, that um, was fun. That's amazing. So toward the end of the episode, we we all wanted to share a little bit about what this year has meant for us, personally. Oh God, um, so, yeah. who, who wants to go first? Oh, God. I mean, uh, I'll hop in. I can yeah, hop in. you do it. <laughs> I mean, it certainly wasn't the easiest year. Um, no, it wasn't. But also, like, a lot of amazing things happened. Like, I finished my book manuscript. Like, I did this thing I never in my life thought that I would do. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, it feels so good. Like, I feel so accomplished. I feel so happy and so fulfilled. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, like, really excited to actually share it with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to read it. Already, yeah. like, the couple people that I've, like, given the PDF copy to, mm-hmm. anytime they give me any kind of feedback, it's just, like, so interesting to, I don't know, to see it through other people's eyes and see the different things that other people get out of it has been so cool. Yeah. Um, so I think that was probably my highlight of 2016. Of course. Um, sure. <laughs> That's a big one. I took the JLPT. This crazy hard Japanese test, right. um, and I almost passed it <laughs> I by ten points. But still, I'm still like really happy that I did that, Great. Um, mm-hmm. and that I pulled that off. And obviously, traveled to a bunch of different places. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. did a ton of traveling. Did a ton of traveling. Uh, became a Turkish movie star. Yeah. <laughs> oh my sort god, of. I forgot about that. I don't. I, don't, hey, I haven't shared her this her on dream. Oh, okay. Oh, I haven't shared this on the podcast. <laughs> no, you yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I was, so I was living in Istanbul for five months this year, and I got mm-hmm. picked up by a Turkish talent agency, and was in big budget Turkish films and commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I haven't picked up my Turkish movie star name yet, but oh, God, I see. you got to figure that out. There's a Turkish name, a woman's uh, name, Didem, which is probably the closest I can get oh, to yeah. Didem. Is okay. good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, though. I like Didem. Yeah. Didem? yeah, 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 into yeah. it, into it. That's cool. <laughs> nice. Anyway, I think those were my main highlights for Sweet. 2016. Yeah, yeah. it's big. Yeah. What about you guys? Oh, God. Um, I can't really like 
easily follow well, all of that <laughs> at all. I don't know. I yeah, started some new relationships mm-hmm. with some lovely people ladies. Mm-hmm. That's pretty people cool. Ladies. People, people ladies. La- well, yeah. one of them is like non-gender As specific. To, so to dog that's why I'm saying yeah. like people <laughs> ladies, people and ladies. Yep. Um yeah, and kind of explored my queerness more which i've mm-hmm. really really appreciated and enjoyed mm-hmm. um traveled with my yeah primary partner and my mother and went to bulgaria, yeah, to bulgaria with bulgaria dedeker with that was yeah you did your yoga of oh, yoga okay. yeah, it was, was so wow. so fun mm-hmm. um was in a play did more caroling did some mm-hmm. modeling yeah mm-hmm. i mean it was it was good worked constantly like 87,000 like jobs I know but like well and Josh says that to me sometimes he's like did you work more or less when you lived in the valley and I'm like less definitely Ooh, I mean it's more yeah. expensive living yeah. in Santa Monica but sure. I want to like my goal for 2017 is to work better but not mm. more yep. work smarter not, not more harder. Yeah, yeah not harder totally. exactly That's so great. I need okay. some time back I bought a car that yeah. was cool like yeah, so I'm yeah. adulting more, <laughs> I guess. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was not a bad year, even though a lot of challenging things happened. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a pretty good year. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Well, see, I mean, for me, um, I started 2016 in Japan with Dedeker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so if, if I kind of count that whole Japan trip, um, that I went from kind of always loving Japan and being interested in it mm-hmm. and had started learning like a little bit of Japanese because Dedeker spoke some of it and so mm-hmm. I like started learning a little because I was like oh that's cool and I enjoy languages going from that to having been in Japan for like three months out of the past 13 months yeah. um, and to taking a lower level JLPT test myself mm-hmm. uh, just a few weeks ago mm-hmm. do you know if you passed it again uh, I won't find out till late February oh, okay. um, and I, I kind of don't think I did we'll see um but but what i found is when i got done with like the reading section of that i had this thought of like you know six months ago even last time Mm. i was in japan i could not have read this much japanese all in one sitting and not just like like what the hell i don't understand (laughs) any of this right um so it was just really cool to see that kind of progress in learning a language which is something that i really enjoy yeah um Gosh, what else? Uh, you know, relationships coming and going, of course. Yeah. Um, but also um, my relationships with the two of you, like really stabilizing and deepening and stuff like that, which has been really awesome. Jay, Jay said something funny the other day. Like he said that we're an emotional triad. Still. Right. Yeah. We're still in like this emotional triad relationship. Right. Just in terms wonderful. of like getting to share with each other and support mm-hmm. each other and, and all that, um, yeah. that it's really, yeah. Yeah. And that's something that's really meant a lot to me. Um, and I feel like it's it's become more and more kind of grounded and stable over time, yeah. um, especially mm-hmm. in this last year, which had a lot of changes, right? Involved mm-hmm. moving around and traveling and, and yeah. all this. Um, for me, also, my my exciting exciting achievement uh, is that I finally... Anyone who's watching this, just <laughs> don't. Okay. Oh, Emily's moved. Jace can't hug I me. I can't hug you because of my headphones. <laughs> it's okay, I'll do that. His headphones are like, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
my other exciting thing is that I, I finally got out of credit card debt that I've yeah. had oh, that's for, awesome. for many, many My years. My turn next. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> um, basically, that I've had since a little before I moved to L.A. and then got into that's a lot awesome. more of it after moving to L.A. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I finally that's got great. out of that, which is, feels really good. Mm-hmm. It hasn't quite sunk in yet, um, but, uh, but that's been really exciting. Yay. Yeah. Wow. And having this podcast keep growing like this has been hugely important mm, and i'm so yeah. excited for 2017 yeah of like what where can we go next right no we're starting out 2017 with a bang like right yeah doing discussion groups and, and retreats the retreat and yeah the tour. The tour, and like, everything oh my god yeah that'll be so fun to see kind of the how back that... half of the year is gonna be like what i didn't even know we can top the front half of the year <laughs> oh i think we could oh yeah oh <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta yeah. try all it. up okay. from here baby as yeah. long as we can keep it growing well this when we do our east coast tour yeah exactly. yeah and then we do our european tour <laughs> i would love to do that shit <laughs> Would be amazing. Yeah, I love that would it so be super much. cool. Totally. We do have some European and beyond followers, so yes. yeah, mm-hmm. thank you yeah, for that. Absolutely. Uh, to keep growing the discussion groups yeah. that we have, um, have those keep going. Uh, could we do like the multi Emory cruise? Dude, that would be so good. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Oh, dude, what so if we put good. together like a poly-friendly cruise? They do swingers cruises all the freaking yeah. time. They do? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. No, that'd be awesome. see those Yeah, no, swingers cruises are often, often, thing. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like well, lifestyle you, cruises. Well, this, oh is a good, this is a good teaser for what we're going to be talking about next week on our 100th episode, mm-hmm. our first episode of 2017, uh, where we're going to be talking about resolutions. Yeah. Mm. And not in the typical way that you've heard before that's just about kind of goal setting or like, all the bullshit that's on Twitter of hashtag relationship goals, right? Um, We're not talking about that. We're going to kind of get into more of the meaty stuff um, and really looking at ways to take things like New Year's resolutions and combine them with things like Agile Scrum that we talked about a few episodes ago uh, and combining that with how you negotiate your agreements and your types of relationships. Um, Mm -hmm. We're really excited for for all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, So stay tuned. Check it out next week in the new year. Yay. Yay. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy Happy New New Year. Year. (laughs) And we love you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for helping to grow this show. Mm -hmm. Um, To our Patreon people especially, thank you for being so intimate and open with us. It's really incredible. We so, so appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And it's because of you that we keep doing this so. not to say anytime i get a patreon notification that like someone's you know donated at the five dollar level yeah and they're going to uh-huh. be added to the facebook group i'm i'm never like oh hey five dollars i'm like oh my god like a new person that we yeah, can like talk to, to and like, like, yeah, like i wonder what awesome. their story is like i can't wait totally. to ask the questions like, yeah 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 if you guys want to get in touch with us you can email us <laughs> at info <laughs> at multiamory.com you can tweet at us at multiamory you can find us at patreon.com slash multiamory you can find us on instagram at multiamory underscore podcast Anything that you guys send to us, we do read. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not so big-headed yet that, that we can't even read your comments. <laughs> we'll give it to our um, assistant. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Any emails you send us, we do try to respond mm-hmm. to personally yeah. as much mm-hmm. as we can. Um, so, yeah, so reach out to us. Let us know how you're doing. What are you thinking? What, you know, what your resolutions might be for the new year? We'd love to know. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next week in 2017. Woo! Yeah. Right. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.